see you guys. Uh, Julie Altman was saying, I, I thought you were gone on your trip, which I am <laughs> technically when you're getting this video, but I'm pre-recording some so I can give you little snippets, little, uh, little uh, treats along the way. So while I'm gone and so hopefully while I, I'm on my trip, I'll be able to upload these uh, because like I said, I'll be having sporadic internet access and you know, obviously visiting with family. So I'm going to hopefully get this done and so I can uh, still send you out some messages. So uh, the first thing I wanted to tell you today, this is such a great story. If you're like, why are you guys not talking about Q continually and about the deep state continually because of this story? How about this story? How, do you know about the story of Jehoshaphat? Um, they were up against a huge enemy. Okay. And so look how they fought and they won the battle. And I'll tell you before I read it to you, they won by praise. They won by giving praise to the Lord. Well, how do you do that? You sit here and go, I praise you, Lord. I praise you, Lord. I praise you, Lord. <laughs> We're not like, it's not like that. It's where you remind each other of the goodness of the Lord, of what he's done in the past and all, all of his promises and his word. And then everyone is just built up. Uh, you know, this just encourages me and I would encourage you. And so this is the, the great story of Jehoshaphat. I love this. He stopped and said, listen to me, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem, believe in the Lord, your God, and you'll be able to stand firm, believe in his prophets and you will succeed. You know, if we sit and look at the negative, look at the, the, the bad news, all the, you know, what, what the enemy is able to do, we will, our focus cannot be there because that is basically giving them honor. I'm not doing that. Yes, I know what's going on. Yes, blah, blah, blah. But I'm not going to sit here and, and focus on them. I'm focusing on what the Lord is doing and what he is able to do and how we call upon him and see him save us. Just like Jehoshaphat. Y'all can call me Jehoshaphat. After consulting the people, the king appointed singers to walk ahead of the army, singing to the Lord and praising him for his holy splendor. This is what they sang. Give thanks to the Lord for his faithful and love endures forever. Remember when we did a video about that a few weeks ago and you guys repeated after me that very same thing. So they were doing that at the very moment they began to sing and give praise. The Lord caused the armies of Ammon, Moab and Mount Seir to start fighting amongst themselves. Isn't that exactly what we're seeing? And it even talks about that in the book of revelation that they'll fight, they'll eat each other. And that's what we're seeing. They're, they're, they're fighting against each other. Yay. <laughs> it's working. Keep going. Um, the armies of um, Moab and Ammon turned against their allies from Mount Seir and kill, killed every one of them. After they had destroyed the army of Seir, they began attacking each other. <laughs> it's too great. It's too great. Let them kill each other so we can get out of the way, right? So when the army of Judah arrived at the lookout point in the wilderness, all they saw were dead bodies lying on the ground as far as they could see. Not a single one of them had escaped. Anyway, this is in Second Chronicles 20, so you can read that um, while I'm gone. Another thing someone mentioned, they're like, well, she's wrong. You've got to pray for your family members. I didn't say don't pray for your family members. I didn't say that. I said, don't worry. There's a big difference. There's a big difference. We pray, but we don't worry. We put our trust in the Lord. We don't worry. So anyway, <laughs> whatever it's, 
we pray, but we don't worry. He says uh, Philippians uh, for a be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, let your request be made known to God. This act of four six and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Y'all need to memorize that verse because that's so good. You know, we don't worry. We're not anxious for anything. We call, we call upon the Lord about everything. And then his peace guards our hearts and our minds. We've got to have our hearts and our minds guarded because otherwise we're going to, we, we're worth nothing. <laughs> we can't get, we can't get anything accomplished if we're all worried and upset about stuff. Okay. So there you go. I didn't say don't pray for your family members. Okay whatever <laughs> all right so anyway have you guys seen the movie 1984 you really if you haven't seen it you need to it's 2.99 on youtube or you can find it somewhere else it's really really good uh a good movie it helps you see how they try to control us with these this droning of this news cycle on and on and on this is before they had the news cycle 24 7 like they do now and so it's really helpful because you see how they're trying to uh what's up is down and you know black is white and uh, all the things that they try to do, ignorance is is happy to whatever. They they just really get us all discombobulated. This um, uh, so this this couple right here, they you know they're taught not to have family, not to love each other, not to you know it's just off with the state and all that. So um, they end up loving each other and they realize that they they want to be free. And uh, anyway, you've got to watch the show. It's uh, yeah, they don't want that. They don't want to, want us to have something to live for. You know that we have people that we, we we care about and that we live for. And this dude right here with the face, he is everywhere. He's looking at you everywhere. That's that's the surveillance state. This is this is a great movie. So uh, check that out. It's really so good. Um, all right. So now on to Zechariah 11. I'm just going to do a quick video today about uh, moving on in Zechariah 11. Open your doors, Lebanon, so that fire may devour your cedar forests. This is the black forest. This is the forest of these creeps, the dark, evil forest of these horrible people just like in the what was it hansel and gretel you know they went into the the dark forest this is the 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 deep state globalist evil demonic yuck people you know look we're going to devour all of that weak you cypress trees for all your ruined cedars the most majestic ones have fallen and that's including all the wheat for that McStain has fallen and Brzezinski has fallen and Rockefeller has fallen and and on and on and on it's going and we're going to see all toppling toppling boom bitty, boom bitty, boom yay weep you oaks of Bashan for the thick forests have been cut down listen to the wailing of the shepherds for their rich pastures are destroyed they've been gobbling the people <laughs> All oh, the sheep, they've been gobbling the sheep. And they're now they don't have anybody won't have anybody to gobble anymore. Hmm, they're gonna be in Gitmo. Here the young lions roaring for their thickets in the Jordan Valley are ruined. They don't have any more, they can't and like in, in uh, Saudi Arabia, they're not being able to do their trafficking trafficking anymore. They're not gonna be able to do their drug trade anymore. They're not gonna be able to do all their evil pornography anymore. All this stuff. Oh, too bad for you, right? This is what the Lord my God says. Go and care for the flock that is intended for slaughter. Care for them. The buyer slaughters their sheep without remorse. The seller says, praise the Lord, now I'm rich. Even the shepherds have no compassion for them. Remember in the last chapter, the shepherds are the leaders. It doesn't have to be necessarily the, 
uh, pastors. It can be anyone who's supposed to be in a position of leadership to you know, make us the doctors to make us you know keep us healthy and the and the and the political uh, leaders to to have a peace in the lane and all the, the think of the leaders in that way shepherds is that way okay um uh you know likewise i will um you know they're intended the people are intended for slaughter if you don't know anything about the the guidestones the georgia guidestones that's what their their ultimate plan was for us but thankfully trump has entered the scene as uh, well as all these great men and women who are fighting the white, you know, who are the white hats, and it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. They've intended us just to to shear us and shear us and shear us and then kill us, but the Lord says no, nope, they won't do that. Anyway, I will. Uh, but the Lord says. Um, so likewise, I will look in verse six, likewise, I will no longer have pity on the people of the land, says the Lord. I will let them fall into each other's hands and into the hands of their king, and they will turn the land into a wilderness, and I will not rescue them. You know, and, and I understand that the Bible talks about the Lord loves everyone, but this is the thing they have. You're going to see in this chapter that the Lord says, okay, you, I've got to stop. I've got to stop you because you have gone too far. Okay. So I cared for the flock intended for slaughter. He says they wouldn't. I cared for the flock. I entered the scene. They were supposed that this was the job they were supposed to do. They didn't do it. So I cared for the flock intended for slaughter, the flock that was oppressed. Then I took two shepherd staffs. Imagine this two shepherd staffs and I named one favor and the other union. And I got rid of their three evil shepherds in a single month. I was, that reminded me kind of of the pyramid, you know, in the Q posts, how he's got the three major sides, the Saudi Arabian side, the, the bankster side and the Soros side, you know, which was the Rockefellers. So how they have used that, that, that the threesome, that pyramid scheme, so to speak, it's pretty good analogy to to destroy the world right and to manage the the money and to manage the political realm and to manage the human trafficking and drug trade it's just evil right to the core so but he got rid of it and if you remember way back about just about a year ago was when the that one side fell thank you lord that was just amazing amazing not to say that saudi arabia is free and clear they're still fighting these there's people who are not going to give up without a fight but anyway so i but i became impatient with these sheep and they hated me too so i told them i won't be your shepherd any longer he's not talking about the oppressed sheep he's talking about not you know the slave sheep he's talking about the ones who who said they 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 you know whatever they were supposed to be his sheep and now they're actually become slaughterers of his sheep okay so he says i'm not gonna be your 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 god anymore that's a bad thing that's a bad thing when the lord says i'm not gonna be your god anymore i'm not gonna be your shepherd anymore i won't be your shepherd if you die you die if you're killed you're killed and let let those who remain devour each other you know because he knows that they have they've gone willingly with satan and he's okay if that's what you want. And he's given him chance after chance after time after time after time after time. Then I took my staff called favor and I cut it in two, showing that I had revoked the covenant I had made with all the nations. 
and it, again, it's talking about the, with the evil, you know, with, with everyone. He made these this covenant, but he's like, I'm breaking this covenant. And there are situations where a, cav- a covenant is broken because you can't just keep one side. You can't just have one person. A covenant is between two people and or two groups. And, you know, if one stops keeping the covenant and won't come back into covenant, then the other one is not is, is set free in a similar way you know like if there's a if there's a marriage bond there's a covenant there and if one person is breaking that covenant you know in 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 not being faithful to the covenant then the other person is free to go that's what the bible says okay so that was the end of my covenant with them the suffering flock was watching me and they knew that the lord was speaking through my actions okay this is uh, zechariah speaking so we are, the Lord is, is saying, you know, yes, Lord, we need you to do this because these people have not been faithful to us. They have not been good shepherds to us. They were going to kill us. Okay. And so he says, um, and I said to them, if you like, give me my wages, whatever I'm worth, but only if you want to. So they counted out my wages, 30 pieces of silver. And the Lord said to me, throw it to the potter, this magnificent sum at which they valued me. So I, took the 30 coins and threw it through them to the potter in the temple of the Lord. They don't value him at all. They, they want to slaughter him too. And that's exactly what they did. If this is the, these people are cut out of the same cloth. And I know in one sense we talk about, well, you know, I was part of it. We, you know, we weren't really, we would not want to, if we love our Lord Jesus, they intentionally, want to destroy him because of the satanic influence they've taken in the spirit of the demons into them, the evil spirit into them. And this is what they want. They want to destroy righteousness in the earth. They want to destroy the earth. They will destroy us. Okay. So I took my other staff union and cut it in two, showing that the bond of unity between Israel, uh, Judah and Israel was broken. If you think of Judah and Israel, Israel was the one who says, we want to worship false gods. We want to do these evil rituals. We want to do all this. And the, and the Judah people were saying, no, we don't, we're not going to do that. Okay. So that's where that covenant had to be broken. Okay. Uh, they had to separate. And then the Lord said to me, go again and play the part of a worthless shepherd. This illustrates how I will give this nation a shepherd who will not care for those who are dying, nor look after the young nor heal the injured, nor feed the healthy. Instead, this shepherd will eat the meat of the fast, fattest sheep and tear off their hooves. What sorrow awaits this worthless shepherd who abandons the flock. The sword will cut his arm and pierce his right eye. His arm will become useless. His right eye completely blind. The Lord knows those who are who are deceived, and the Lord knows those who are intentionally deceiving. Okay, it's it's really very complicated and hard for us to really determine. Okay, uh, we can call out and say this person is, that what they're teaching is erroneous. It's hard for us to exactly know that line where they've crossed and they are the deceiver instead of the deceived. And I, I think that um, a lot of uh, pastors. Um, have just gone to seminary and they're teaching what they were taught. And just like all of us are coming awake to these things and little by little, we're all going to come awake. The Lord is going to separate out. Okay. This is the great day of the harvest where he's going to separate out those who are for the, the harvest of the, um, who are kind of going to come out of this darkness and come into the great awakening. And then the other group is the, the grapes of wrath who will be, who will be, prosecuted and punished okay and the lord is able very easily he, he he knows 
he's able to just divide all this out, which is great. So let's make sure to put on that same compassion that, that the Lord has so that he is patient with all and he's wanting everyone to come to repentance. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. He's not slow concerning his rock promise. So let's be like that. Let's be uh, trying to help others to come out of the deception, out of the darkness uh, into this uh, understanding in the great awakening, whatever position they've been in, whether they're, pastors or educators or whatever position. And so let's have that same heart of Christ as while he, and so we call out the error, we call out the evil, um, but we try to save that person. Okay. So, you know, it just is ask the Lord for wisdom in all of it. And it says here, you know, those who are worthless shepherds um, have abandoned the flock. It's going to be really bad. The sword will cut his arm and pierce his right eye. Those who know they're especially if they're using his house, which is intended to be a house of prayer and they're using it for evil. Oh, it's just bad. It's just bad. So the good news is this is the day when the Lord is going to cleanse the temple. He's going to cleanse the whole earth. Not one little bit of leaven is going to be left. He is going to cleanse this whole earth of those who intentionally deceive. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you are able to, to, uh, to know the difference. You are able to get straight to the heart and your word is so strong and, and able to cut right to the, the source of the matter. We thank you, Lord, that you know the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Everything is open and laid bare before the, your eyes, the, uh, the God of, uh, before whom we all have to do. We all have to give an account to you, Lord. And so, Lord, we ask that you would cause us to be uh, righteous in our ways, in everything that we say and that we do. We do not want to be any of these people. And so we do want to, we pray for our family or we pray for our friends that they would all come out of this deception, Lord, and that they would um, begin to see how they've been tricked into following uh, some, some lies and tricked into maybe even doing some, some, uh, some wickedness. But Lord, we just pray your mercy on each and every one of them. And Lord, we're not going to fear. We're not going to fear the enemy. We're not going to fear the deep state. We're not going to fear anything. We're going to put our trust completely in you. And we're going to praise you this whole time and see us have great victory as we give you praise. And we're going to see the enemy fighting each other and that we're going to be completely safe and uh, see you do great things for us and on our behalf. We praise you. We praise you, Lord Jesus. In your great name we pray. Amen. All right, guys. I'll talk to you later.